Welcome to the Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DiGenova. Episode 5. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. My name is Frank DiGenova, and I am your host. Today's topic is, how do you know when you're ready for a relationship? Well, it's not because you're single and you're ready to jump into a relationship. In fact, Many people that are single are not ready for a relationship, simply. And I'm going to be using my own experience and what I've learned over the years. (laughs) God, it's been a roller coaster ride. I remember um, when I had the salon um, downtown and I had a staff member and she said to me, Frank, I wouldn't have believed it had I not seen what you bring in, what you attract. It's crazy. (laughs) I've got a penchant for um, finding broken women or women in needing of rescue. That was a, a pattern that I've been following a lot or performing a lot over the years. I remember one time when I was younger, I was at a cottage and uh, my cousin was there and there was a girl that I was attracted to. And I remember he got so mad because what I would do was play the victim and the poor me. She lapped it up. And I guess my cousin saw this and said, he was, he was yelling at me. He's like, oh, I can't believe that thing worked. It's funny because it worked like a charm. However, I didn't know that I was doing it. It wasn't conscious. It was an unconscious program. So basically, I think I learned to be the victim or to be the fixed. But then at the same time, I wanted to do the fixing as well. I really believe that when we are young, that we model our parents, how they treat each other, you know, how, how dad treats a woman and how uh, mom treats a man. And we were patterned that way. There's other factors and influences that that contribute to this. I was studying um, this inner children work, and um, I learned that in every year of our of our life, from zero to nine, we learned certain things. It's a combination of inner children work with numerology and whatnot. So, <laughs> I was on a date, and I brought her to the salon. I was on Match or E Harmony, and did the, it was a special or something for three months, and I went on. And I only had one date, and it's funny because I had this woman come over to, to meet me at the salon, <laughs> and we sat down in, in the chairs, and I asked her, I said, okay, what's your pattern? So she looked at me, and she says, I attract emotionally unavailable men. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so through my training that I was studying, um, I asked her, what happened when you were two? She looked at me rather perplexed, confused, um, shocked, beside herself, all that. And she said, my dad left my mom. <laughs> that was the end of the date. <laughs> it just killed everything. So it was. it's interesting that I picked up on that. So basically, daddy left mom, and her pattern was to attract emotionally unavailable men or men that just check out. I also believe that whatever happened when we were younger... If we were um, unfulfilled in a certain way or if we had fractures in our, in our psychological makeup, I believe that the unconscious mind will attract, or maybe this conscious mind, I don't know how it all works, will bring back these people in different forms to fix the pattern. So it's a subconscious thing where you'll recreate the person or situation so you can finally address it. I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story and topic. So in, the answer is, how do you know when you're ready for a relationship? is when you don't really want one. Most of the times people meet a, a, their partner when they're not looking. And there's a saying, the harder you look, the harder they hide. And I believe that. It's like I think women 
can smell desperation off, off of a male, of a man, a desperation or a neediness or clinginess, which I used to suffer so much. I often use the example of a cat. You know, when you look, when you go to the cat and you try to coo it, here, kitty, 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 it looks at you, turns its head and walks away. Um, most times when you don't even care about the cat, if you go visiting somewhere or whatever, and you don't pay attention to the cat, what's the first thing it does? It'll jump on your lap. So it's a lot like that. And I used to try to psych myself out and psych the universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it, saying, okay, I'm ready now. Um, I don't need anybody. I, I really don't. Meanwhile, I'm kind of like peering over. It's like, oh, are you sending anybody? Okay, God, I'm ready. You can send someone to me now. Really, I, I'm, I really don't need anybody. <laughs> and then I used to go to, on, you know, go on the, on the dating apps and pretend that I was not in need. And then there's times where I just say, F it. I don't care about anything. I'm just going to get on with my life. But that's not being really ready because it's a neediness. Many people get into relationships to fill a need or a void companionship, sex, um, or whatnot, even just to get in related, they, they become U-Hauls. I learned that from my, from my friend Lisa, where you have to move in together and play house to share the bills and share accommodation. So, you know, sometimes it could be a relationship could be like a, a business uh, arrangement or marriage too, to, to share the expenses. So there are many different reasons why people get in a relationship. It's interesting that when I do go on these um, sites like Bumble and Tinder and not so much Tinder. I actually have no luck on Tinder. It's really weird. Uh, more on Bumble. But I used to go on these anyway. I find that one of my descriptions that I say is that, okay, someone who's ready and available. And many come off to be ready and available. And they seem like they're not. I find a lot of people that are on these dating sites are basically kicking tires. Or they have some entanglement with a past uh, relationship with a past boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, they're in separation. Maybe they just want to have some fun, have sex or whatever. I find that a lot are not ready. And again, if I'm going to use that, the model of you attract what you need to grow and to fix. So basically, I think I'm attracting this type of women on here that say they're ready, but they're not because maybe I'm not ready. And that's what this podcast, this episode is all about. How do you know when you're ready? Again, you're ready when you don't really need anybody. Having said that, I also believe that what we vibrate energetically is what we're going to attract. So if we're clingy and, and needy, we will attract somebody that either hates clingy and needy or is clingy and needy as well, or someone that's going to show us not to be clingy and needy. I know it's kind of a multifaceted reason, but I, I really believe that what we vibrate energetically is what we're going to attract. You know, and, and they say the opposites attract, well, in the vibrational universe, like energies attract. So what I used to do, I used to go onto these websites and as a test, where am I at? It would be like I would test to see my vibrational output and see what I would attract. Like I would actually do this. It may sound a little petty or shallow, but not really. It's more like an experiment. I'd say I have my shit together and let's see what I get. <laughs> I mean, incrementally, I'm attracting different types of women, which is great. That means that I'm doing work on myself. But yeah, I would just find out it was either I'm not ready or I still have to clean up my vibration. No one's perfect. I know that. And I think that's probably what is stopping me is I'm looking for that unicorn, that magical person. I think maybe subconsciously to push them away. So it's like, okay, if I create this unicorn that, I'm, that, I'm, that I want, that we're going to check off every, every part of my list. 
they're not really there, so I don't have to commit. I don't have to be vulnerable or open up. So that's something that I had to learn too. I would have all these rules. I made it so that no one could achieve my expectations. And that, I think, was my fear of opening up and becoming vulnerable. I would like to share that in the last 12 years, I was attracting married women. You know, I wouldn't do anything with them. I wouldn't sleep with them or anything, but I just knew that it was easy. I was a magnet to married women. And again, I thought, okay, what's the lesson here? And what came to me was they are safe. There's no commitment here. There again. So, And it's funny because the ones that I liked were taken were unavailable in whatever form. And the ones that were single, I didn't care about or I wasn't attracted to them. I had to really look inside myself and clean that up too. In any healthy relationship, you will see that there will be two adults interacting with each other. In most cases, there is a child and a parent vibe or dynamic. And in the worst case scenario, but not, not rare, are two children. You know, they act out, they, they play, they whine. Many years ago, I had a client one time and we were talking about relationships. And she said to me, Frank, you know, my husband wants to always have sex all the time and I never put out. And I go, why? You know, she told me this is like a big wake up aha moment. She goes, Frank, when he stops treating me like his mother, then I'll sleep with him. And I thought, that's interesting. There's no sexual attraction between a mother and a son. I don't care about Freud or whatever. A woman needs to feel like a woman, not a mother. And I think that um, that's a big deterrent in a woman being sexual to her man. There's that child parent dynamic there. Little girls, when they're young, learn how to manipulate their daddies daddy. They just gobble it up. Some women act like that and act like the child and they're attracted to that daddy figure. So there's still a child parent dynamic, just like boys looking for their mothers. Another client told me she was dating. She goes, you know, men are either looking for nurses or purses. <laughs> That's another one. So basically it's, a, it's an equal playing field. When you don't need someone is when you are ready to have someone. They're not going to complete you. I'm not looking to be saved and I'm not looking to save anyone at this point in life. I just want to walk side by side and help each other. If you meet someone with the same dysfunction as you and you get, and you get on along well, that's not called um, perfect relationship. Well, it is in that sense, but it's called codependency. This is not healthy. If you really want um, a solid relationship, there has to be a balance, a dance with no one else compensating. Being a hairstylist afforded me a lot of insight into the minds of women. And it was pretty amazing what I've learned. And I said to them, why don't you talk to your husbands like you talk to me? You will solve all these problems. And it's like, they look at me like I'm, I have two heads. <laughs> I'm like, communication is a huge thing in a relationship. And then that's another thing. You're ready when you can communicate. You don't have to pretend. Many people put on a front or a, a show and then until the clock strikes 12 and then, and then shit hits the fan when people get comfortable with each other and then there's a power struggle. It's crazy. Getting back to a client, what they taught me, it was another aha moment. She says, I'd rather be alone than wishing that I was. A lot of people get into relationships because they need to be in a relationship. I try to avoid serial daters. That's one of my rules actually is if you're still separated, not fully divorced, or you're not ready, or if you need to be in a relationship, if you jump from one relationship to another, I'm, I'm out. I'm not even in actually, because that's, um, that tells me that the person is not ready if they, you know, have one tender. I mean, obviously, okay, I've heard stories where people are married or they're breaking up and then they meet, they meet the love of their life while still married or going through the separation process. I mean, I've been through a divorce and I wouldn't want my partner to go through all that upheaval emotionally and physical and the legal stuff. I don't think it's fair for that person to endure that. I don't want to endure that because I, I've been through it and... 
no, not my cup of tea right now. So you really have to ask yourself, why do you want a relationship? Like really, why do you want one? Many women I talk to don't even want one anymore, especially older married women. If their husband dies or if they got divorced, they wouldn't get married again. Because again, that, that falls into the mothering of the child. I often hear that I have two boys, my son and my husband. So are you ready for a relationship? And how will you know? Thank you for joining me today. Join me again next time. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca. For more information on my online courses, listeners will receive my course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.